Welcome to the All Ball Show, presented by Abstract Sports, where we bring sports back to life. I'm your host, Kyle Clay 2K. In the All Ball Show, we focus on basketball-only content. And to tip things off, I'm covering every single team in the NBA, from worst to best in each conference. I'm going to look at their rosters and discuss how I think they're going to perform this upcoming season. Let's jump into this episode's action with the number 12 seed of the Eastern Conference last year, the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are a relatively new team. They've been around for a while, but uh, they were the New Jersey Nets before. Uh, This is back when Jason Kidd played on their team. But they're based out of Brooklyn now. And I've been to Brooklyn, man. Brooklyn is cool as hell. Uh, They're a member of the Atlantic Division in the Eastern Conference. Uh, They play at the Barclays Center. They have a head coach named Kenny Atkinson. General manager is Sean Marks. And they have a few... Retired numbers, six of them to be exact. Uh, and their owners are Mikhail Prokhorov and Joseph C. Tsai. I'm not going to lie. I thought that Jay-Z owned the team. What is Jay-Z's real name? <laughs> I thought Jay-Z owned a team. I thought it was the Brooklyn Nets, but according to this, it's not. I don't know if he sold his share or if I'm just confused. Maybe he owns a different team. I don't know, but... Man, I'm confused. <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets had a record last year of 28 and 54, 19 and 33 in conference play, so it's getting better. You can see the records are getting a little bit higher. They start to go up and up and up. And then they had a record of 15 and 26 at home, 13 and 28 on the road, and they still sucked. Uh, they have some good parts and they've had some good players in the past, but they have drafted some young talent that can probably take them take them to the next level. The league, the way that the NBA is going these days, it's basically you've got to be able to shoot the ball. If you can't shoot the ball, you've got to be able to play some damn good defense. And I think this team that they have might be a good defensive team this year. So I'm just going to rattle off some names that they had on their roster from last year just to put some names in your head and see if any of them sound familiar. Quincy Acey, I know that guy. Jared Allen, Trevor Booker, Damari Carroll. That guy, good defensive guy, also can score the ball, strong dude. Allen Crabb, Dante Cunningham, Spencer Dinwiddie. I love that name, by the way. It sounds very English. Milton Doyle, Joe Harris, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, Sean Kilpatrick, Karis Levert, Jeremy Lin. He was on their team last year. Now he's on the Hawks. Timothy Mozgov. Then you have Jalil Okafor, who is a also a young athletic center D'Angelo Russell who is a guy who was drafted by the Lakers as a number two overall pick he was around when Kobe was there for his last year or two but the kid just kind of lacks vocal leadership skills when he shoots the ball when he plays the game he just seems kind of lazy to me and maybe that's just his playing style that's his personality that's how he is but when he was on the Lakers and as a Lakers fan I always just thought he was trying to be too cool you know he's like oh I'm the point guard for the Lakers so he's just gonna casually come down and flick a left-handed three up and and miss it most of the time. I just think that he lacks leadership skills, and as a point guard in the NBA, that is something that you have to have in one way or another because you're holding the ball the most of the time compared to other players, and that's, that's pretty typical. Some teams don't necessarily follow that protocol or that orthodox, but the point guard brings the ball up the court, and if you can't have some kind of leadership in terms of communication, you know, nonverbals, 
or verbals, uh, leading by example, you know, making sure you're going in and working out. I mean, obviously I don't know these guys personally. I don't follow them around and know what they do or don't do. It just doesn't seem like D'Angelo Russell has been getting too so much better from his first couple of years. Then you have a guy named Nick Stauskas, Rashad Vaughn, James Webb, Isaiah Whitehead, Jacob Wiley, and Tyler Zeller. Twin brother of Cody Zeller, I believe. Or If they're not twin brothers, I know they're related. Both really tall dudes. So the Nets had a lot of players on their roster last season, uh, 22 to be exact. And I want to look at their totals to see who scored the most points for their team. Not that that is the most important thing. Obviously, rebounds, assists, turnovers, blocks, all that stuff is very important. But I like to look at points because offensive production usually means they played the most time. Therefore, we can mention the most relative names. So the top scorer for them last season was Spencer Dinwiddie, then Alan Crabb, Damari Carroll, Joe Harris, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, Quincy A.C., D'Angelo Russell, and from there it really drops off, talking like a 400-point difference, down to Tyler Zeller, Nick Stauskas, Dante Cunningham, and so on. I mean, Rashad Vaughn, he literally played nothing. He has one assist total, one foul. He played four minutes last season for them, so... You know, although it shows as another player on the list, doesn't actually mean they had the chance to contribute for their team. So yeah, pretty low scoring numbers for that team. It's pretty well spread out. I mean, along among their top ten players, but man, it drops off. That tells you that their team was not very deep. Um, you want to have guys who can come off the bench and put up numbers for you and drive up your average points per game as a team. If you can't get that, you're probably not going to get wins because there's going to be another team out there that's stronger than you. And now just to mention some names that seem like they're going to be on next year's roster or this season's roster, you've got Jared Allen coming back for a second year, an athletic big man, expect a lot of blocks, high-flying dunks. Then you have Damari Carroll, the strong forward I talked about, Spencer Dinwiddie, great name, Jared Dudley, he's an 11-year veteran. Uh, he was not on their roster last year, but maybe he can provide some, some guidance for those young guys like I was talking about. Kenneth Reed, this guy is known as the Manimal. Uh, when he played for the Denver Nuggets a few years ago. He's a flashy dunker, a lot of athleticism, uh, long hair, so when he does throw down a dunk, it's really emphatic. But he provides a lot of strength down low, and he can be a vocal leader. He, he kind of drives with energy and uh, passion. So that'll be good to have for this young squad. And D'Angelo Russell will still be there. Hopefully he can take some cues from these other guys that are coming in from other teams. If I'm being honest... I don't think the Nets are going to do too much better than they did this year. I'm, I'm going to say they get about the same record. The Eastern Conference, just they, there's enough, enough talent at other, in other teams that uh, they, I feel like they're going to just stay where they are. There's other teams that are going to jump over the top of them. And that does it for this episode of the All Ball Show presented by Abstract Sports. Let us know how you think the Brooklyn Nets are going to do next season by dropping a comment below. Smash that like button if you did like what we put out in this episode. Also, don't forget to hit subscribe so you can get notified when we drop new episodes and new basketball content all season long. I'm your host, Kyle Clay 2K. I'll see you in the next one.